Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey everyone, this is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Welcome to the Euro K Mental Fitness Studio. I would like to thank our sponsors, Ned Siegfried, Luke Peterson, and Todd Bradford with Siegfried and Jensen, Mark Richards with Wasatch Recovery, Colby and McKenzie with Thread Wallets, Drew Peterson with First Digital, Greg Jackson with Mountain West Spine and Orthopedics, and Travis Whitaker, the owner of Living Recovery Interventions. And also, I'd like to give a shout out to Paul Cardall. The music that you hear at the beginning and the ending of these episodes is by Paul Cardall. He's an amazing person, and he's been one of my heroes for years. So thanks to all my sponsors and Paul Cardall for believing in me. I love you guys so much. Please enjoy this next episode. Welcome back, everybody. Todd Sylvester here, the host of the Belief Cast. Thank you for tuning in once again, week after week. You guys are fantastic. And it's not because of me. It's because of these amazing guests I bring on who get vulnerable and they share their amazing stories. And I think it, we all can relate because I think we're all fighting a battle that maybe a lot of people don't know about. And what's cool about this podcast is you can come here and connect and uh, feel like you're not alone. And McKenna Brown, thank you for joining us. Thank by you the for way. having me. This is her second time yes. on the show. I was shocked when you messaged me. I was like, of course I'll come back. I had no, so much fun. I No, I, I'm so grateful to have you on. Uh, for those who don't know her, uh, she's, pro- in my opinion, one of the most vulnerable people I've ever met. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I think I've learned this, that the, the amount of vulnerability we're willing to express will be equal to the amount of happiness we experience in life. And, and to see you just being willing to be a, you know, a mental health advocate and talking about your own issues. You're just, I don't know, it's, it's refreshing. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, you bet. So you're a wife, a mother of four beautiful children. Um, like I said, a mental health advocate, uh, you, uh, have struggled in the past with postpartum depression and you're an anxiety survivor. Mm -hmm. You're a self love and confidence coach and, and, Truly, when you sit with her, you feel the love and you feel her confidence. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it truly you. is. Um, she's the creator of My Wonder Woman Journal, mm-hmm. and you also have My Wonder Girl Journal, yeah, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. And, um, you know, I think there was a time in your life where you felt the world may not be better with you here. Absolutely. And that's obviously, I'm grateful that that uh, was a lie because it is. <laughs> and all the good that you're doing. You've recently have had some struggles, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah. But why don't we just start with McKenna? Tell us, tell our listeners where you grew up, and just a little background on you and your family. Yeah, I grew up in Utah County, born and raised in Provo. That's currently where where I reside. Yeah, I do tell people we get out. I promise, I get out of the bubble. <laughs> Gets out of the bubble from time yeah. to time. As a family, I'm the youngest of four. Okay. And I've been married for 13 years. My husband and I love to travel. Our kids love to travel. And my favorite thing to do is spend time together as a family. So through this whole journey and starting a business and sharing my story, family first. And I'm just blessed and grateful to be a mother and to have such an amazing partner with my husband. So, Well, and, you know, just 
knowing you, I, you obviously love life. You, you live it with vigor and passion. Obviously, you have your moments, and we're going to get into those. Absolutely. But I think overall, you do your best to try to just get yourself in a position to where you experience joy. Is that fair yeah, to say? That is fair. That is fair. That's the goal. It's the ultimate goal. Like above all, you know, men are that they might have joy. Yeah. And that we, it's our duty and job to open our eyes and see the joy that's in front of us, even through the hardship. And that's that's our part is we have to look for the good through the hard because yeah. God doesn't give us trials without you know, we don't get to experience joy or virtue without vice. Yeah. So when you were younger, were you, I mean, you're a very outgoing person. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid to talk. No. About, were you that way uh, when you were younger yeah, too? Yeah, I was just a really <laughs> annoying child. <laughs> it's like, would she ever be quiet? No, seriously. I had a, um, a friend of ours, of our family said, if the only way we can shut McKenna up is if we put her in a car. I don't know why <laughs> I could just look out the window and I just automatically would just stop talking in the car. Yeah. Maybe you were just, fascinated about what you were yeah, saying and stuff. Yeah, I was looking out the window yeah. and I just was, my mind would roll other places when I was in the car. <laughs> so yeah, I've always been a talker. Um, I've always been teased by siblings of just being really um, talkative and loud yeah. and energetic. But as I've grown older, I've learned to know that you not be ashamed of those qualities that I've learned to harness those, that those are actually strengths of mine. Yeah. You know, when we're children and our brains are developing and even into adulthood, we're still trying to figure out and how to balance, you know, the double-edged sword of our gifts, yeah. like, you know, and really harness them for our ultimate purpose. Yeah. I love that. You know, um, <clears throat> As you were growing up, uh, did, I know you've you've been Miss Utah, mm -hmm. Mrs. Utah, Mrs. Yeah. Utah. Excuse yeah. me. No, it's okay. I said that wrong. <laughs> um, was that something on your radar even as a young girl, or is it just something that came later that you're like, hey, I want to maybe go for this and give yeah. this a try? Well, I really enjoy being on stage, and so my mom, when I was a teenager, okay. put me in the Miss Teen, and when I aged out of the teen, I did the Miss. But then I was married really young, so then after okay. I was married, I was having kids back to back. And my mom came to me and said, hey, I was Mrs. Utah to 1984. You should run for Mrs. Yeah. Utah. Why not? Like, yeah. And I thought, you sure, why not? So then that's when I got into the Mrs. program. Yeah, and you got to be confident to do that. Yeah. I bet that was kind of uh, a stretch and it really probably helped you grow in your confidence and stuff, right? Absolutely. And the relationships and the connections you have with other women, it really is, um, it's, it's such a powerful way to gain passion for a cause, get involved in your community and push yourself outside your comfort zone and yeah. gain strong connections with gotcha. others. No, that's awesome. Well, you did mention you had kids back to back. I, did. Um, I know last time you were here, you talked about uh, the postpartum, postpartum, there we go. Yeah. Depression and also anxiety, struggle yep. with those things. Talk a little bit about that and that challenge and, and you know, how that maybe has, you know, yeah you know shaped you to today and that yeah. was just the beginning i yeah. think um postpartum depression and anxiety really came to a head after my second well really came to a head after my fourth i was experiencing it after my kids During, and then i would yeah. get through it. but the minor um anxieties and depressions depression the depression that you feel after yeah. isn't really talked about on a minor scale it's really just on this broad huge you know you know you don't you you don't want to be here anymore and you aren't wanting, you disappear and all these elaborate things I didn't experience until after my fourth. Mm -hmm. But what I'm realizing is that I've had anxiety and depression my entire life. That's just the moment that it all came to a head. So as okay. I worked through it postpartum, it's yeah. really now just life, this lifelong journey that it's taken me on to really peel back layers and get deeper into the underlining reasons of my depression and anxiety. Mm. And that's really catapulted this next chapter that I'm in right now. Right. 
And that did that ultimately lead to you know creating my Wonder Woman journal? Absolutely. You know, talk about that and what that's all about. Yeah, I created the journal because I use journaling as a tool for myself. Yeah, I talk yeah. about my mind's going a thousand miles an hour. We have like on average eighty thousand thoughts a day. Yeah, sixty to eighty thousand. I'm sure I'm on the upside of eighty thousand. <laughs> yeah. But when I journaled, that's when yeah. I really could articulate my thoughts. I really gained inspiration and intuition mm-hmm. for myself. And so as I came out the other side, thinking, oh, I'm not afraid to share my story. I want something tangible to give to women with a call to action. Yeah. And that's really why I created the journal not to, I started it. It's now a company, but it's not in the basis of like my goals to make money. I literally just carry journals with me everywhere I go. If I'm at the grocery store, I love being able to pull that journal out out and give it to a woman and say, you're doing a good job. Your best is good enough. And here, take this journal. Very cool. So, um, is that something you did as a young girl too? Was, were you journaling back then or no. is that something that was completely foreign to you? I would always start, but I'm ADD. And so <laughs> I, I have lots of journals that I'll find and yeah. write because I was told this is what you should do. But I always thought I have really bad handwriting. I have horrible grammar. And I feel like my English teacher is looking over my shoulder. I'm right. not good enough to journal. But when mm. I found that it's actually just putting my thoughts on paper, no one else is going to see it. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Sometimes I might not even go back and read it. I'll burn it in a fire as a release. It's just for me to connect the heart and the brain is what I say journaling is, is our brains running so fast, but our hearts only meant to go da dun da dun da dun Mm. And when we have anxiety, the heart starts to race trying to keep up with the brain. And there's this disconnect. And when I put that pen on paper, or even I'll have notes in my phone if I don't have my pen, just to kind of articulate what I'm thinking, that the journaling is the bridge between the heart and the brain. Because what happens is, is when you start to journal, yeah, it does mm. take time to write with your hand. Your brain has to slow down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your heart goes, boom, boom. Oh, I can go at this pace. Wow. And then when the heart and brain connect, that's when intuition and inspiration happen. That's when I believe Jesus is my Christ and, yeah. and I speak to Heavenly Father. And that's when yeah. I believe he can speak to me. Wow. I never thought of journaling like that, honestly. <laughs> I never put it together like you just explained that. That's so beautifully said. Thank you. I don't know. I think... I think I need to say that more often because we have our clients here. Yeah. You know, I've got personal clients who are journaling, yeah. but I've never put that together. So I'm going to share that because that's Please do. so yeah. true. It is, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, we mentioned that you're a mental health advocate. Um, part of this, part of what you do is you do a lot of speaking events. You, yeah. you, uh, you speak to a lot of younger women, especially. Uh-huh. Yep. And I think one of the things you do is, if correct me if I'm wrong, but you help them focus on saying positive things, changing their narrative in a better direction. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I love speaking to young girls and women on self-love and confidence and helping them walk through it step by step. You know, we talk in depth about how we talk to ourselves where our brains are our computer and our thoughts are the input is the programming Mm -hmm. and it's different than our heart our heart is just the reactor this Mm. is us to our computer so what we say our brain believes and so walking women and girls through i have seven steps on how to create and then nurture self-love and confidence and the basis of it is the starting of how we talk to ourselves because if we can harness in what our input is our output will be substantially more profound if we start feeding it healthy mindset and healthy personal affirmations and gratitude and really harnessing what's around us you know even through laughter laughter is a step when we do something silly or we would say stupid you know driving off with the gas pump in my car i've done that a couple times (laughs) or like today i drove through chick-fil-a you're not gonna believe it (laughs) you're not gonna believe this i don't i literally was just laughing by myself in the car i didn't roll my window down to order 
Uh-huh. I just kept driving. Like, and it was in a line. I had plenty of time so to order. you just went right past the... I just literally, <laughs> the line moved. I moved right past the order and I had to call him in the line. And I was oh, like, no. hi, I don't know why I didn't order. <laughs> I can't back up, so... But when you think yeah. of those moments where you think you're, you know, you do something, where was my brain? Or you have yeah. these like, you know, brain farts or whatever. Yeah. What is the first thing we do when we do something like that? I'm so stupid. I'm an idiot. I can't believe I did that. Where were my brain cells? A lot of times we trip over our own feet. Look, I can't even walk straight. I'm, and I, I say those are the moments that break the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Because when things are going on and we're juggling plates on our toes, spinning plates on our toes and balls, and then we maybe run into a wall because heaven forbid we're not looking where we're going. Yeah. Right. We go, wow, I'm an idiot. Look, I'm running into walls, and we start to self shame. Where if we take a step back and go wow, I'm human, not a robot. And we learn to laugh at ourselves. Laughter can really lighten our load. Yeah. And so learning to look at things with a different perspective, instead of automatically on autopilot, our brain is programmed to go straight to self-shame, straight to self-doubt, straight to, you know, being hard on ourselves instead of going, let's rewire that part of our brain and say, oops, ha ha, moving on. Oops, I probably should, you know, allow some grace because I'm human. Yeah. Well, I think that's why I love you because you do laugh at yourself. <laughs> and I got to be honest, the first time I ever knew you existed, uh, my daughter shared. Remember this. <laughs> you, you had this funny, I think it's got like 45,000 views. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, and it's just, you know, I'm sorry I've been off for a few days. I'm struggling mentally. mentally. Yeah, I think it's it over is, some million views now. It's, yeah. it's yeah, it's way up there. And and I when I saw it, I'm like, who's this girl? <laughs> And my and my daughter's like, you gotta follow her. She's the best. Wow. That's so anyway, really that's cool. how I got introduced to you. Yeah. That that was the very first thing I ever yeah. saw. And anyway, I started following you at that point. And that's when I finally reached out to you. I'm like, man, I love the oh, way you carry yourself. Thank you. That means um, a lot. Because not only do you, you're not afraid to talk about your struggles, but at the same time, you just laugh at yeah. yourself. So yeah. And things <laughs> we call those. And for women, I say those are Wonder Woman moments. Yeah. Those wom- moments of laughter. Yeah. Uh, that actually is just who you are. <laughs> Laugh at yourself, and then laughter in return, you gain self love and confidence, and because yeah. you're allowing yourself grace. Yeah, I love that. So awesome. So you talked about those these seven things to help create um, self love. Mm-hmm. I think I heard three of them: laughter, gratitude, affirmations. Yeah. What What are the other ones? The other is ones that... are um, good moments, but oh, okay. I also rephrase them as wins. Oh, so, gotcha. like okay. uh, in the day, we self shame on things we're not getting done. So mm-hmm. I might I always say like even when on my worst days I couldn't get out of bed, I could put my hand on my heart and breathe and go, "I'm alive. My life deserves mm. to be celebrated." Okay. You know, you might be wow. cleaning your room, but the dishes aren't done and the laundry's not done. But focus on those moments and allow yourself to celebrate. Stay motivated and continue to progress, but also don't short yourself successes that you're, that you've achieved. You know, maybe you didn't brush your teeth. You brushed your hair, you brushed your teeth, you you know, all these things. It's like, oh, well I'm here. I'm alive. My life deserves to be celebrated. So that's the step I walk women through. It's not just to celebrate the big elaborate wins of the day, but to also celebrate yourself and what you are achieving throughout the day. And then the good, the hard, embracing the hard, learning how that's a big step. That that's how I have found my journey and passion is through yeah. the hard. Like we talked about men are yeah. that they might have joy. We yeah. are given hardships to go through to achieve ultimate happiness. Yeah. And then, um, which one am I missing? We've got, grad. we did gratitude. Laughter. Laughter. Oh, there's a two-step showing love and feeling love. Oh, okay. 
So I walk people through how important it is to show love and serve mm-hmm. others, but then also to learn on this uh, the seventh step, accepting love, accepting a compliment, wow. allowing love in our lives. Because yeah. it's a, they bounce off each other. Like we have to accept love because otherwise someone's trying to give. Yeah. We don't want to take that from them. I'll give them. And when we serve others, it makes us happy, but we're also helping people serve us. And when yeah. we accept love in our lives, is just as good in creating self-love because you're welcoming more love. You're broadening your circle. Wow, I love you that. know, a lot of yeah. times we don't ask for help and letting women and men know that asking for help is strength, not weakness. Gotcha. So that's part of the, that's well, it in it, a nutshell. <laughs> no, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. You know, that last one about accepting love or a compliment. It's funny because uh, just this past week I did a episode on, and we talked about why do people get uncomfortable when you pay them a compliment? Like yes. they'll laugh and, and they'll, like, they'll, no, no, they'll you discredit. Are. No, no, no. no. You are. Oh, my hair all <laughs> kind of did this. Yeah. yeah. But thank you. And, I'm so and it's interesting because I, I really, you tell me what you think, but I think when you pay someone a compliment and they laugh and it's getting uncomfortable, it's because they don't believe it. Yeah, that's true. Ultimately. Yeah. Right. But I love what you said is if you'll accept that, that's someone giving you some love. Like, right. It really is. That's ultimately what it is. So accept that and then you feel it more deeply, right? Yeah. And I say like being confident is not being conceited. There's a difference between being confident and conceited. I tell people that being confident is being conceited is me or you mentality. Yeah, right. And confidence is me and you. Confidence is the abundance mindset. So Mm. again, when you teach women and men to accept compliments and to accept love, even if we're still rewiring our brain, it's accepting it's the step toward embracing confidence gotcha. in ourselves. Like what yeah. you're saying, it's exactly what you're saying. You can't accept it because you don't believe it. But then people yeah. think if they accept a compliment, they're being conceited. They're being conceited. And I'm exactly. like, no, that's actually just saying thank you for the compliment. That yeah. really means that made my day. That yeah. means a lot. Thank you. Love it. Well, I love that you're doing that journal. I think it's awesome. And, and again, you're such a powerful influence for women and men, but thank especially you. the younger women. Yeah. Um, I, I, I recommend anyone listening to this right now. If you have a daughter, uh, in, in junior high, high school, college, uh, married and doing her thing and they need, uh, make sure they connect with me, with, uh, connect with me. I'd love connect to connect with her with because, um, I just love what you do and how you, uh, present this and those seven things. I think Thank you. it's good for all of us, right? Yeah. And I am myself raising three girls and yeah. a boy. I mean, my boy's three, but he loves to join in on, but <laughs> I you wonder what, what you're putting out if they're getting it and that they're right. registering. And last night, at a church activity, they did thank you letters for people in their life. Oh, and it was nice. cute to watch the girls do it. But I have two girls yeah. in this church activity. And um, I got home and I had a letter sitting on my counter from my daughter. Oh. And I opened it up. And in it, she wrote, thank you for loving me for me and showing me to um, to love myself for me, for oh, who I am. Thank you right. for loving me for who I am and teaching me to love me for who I am. Oh, man. And I was like. <gasps> yeah. she's 11 you, well and you're like she's listening <laughs> she's listening you know every right? day we do our gratitudes yeah. every day we uh, do our affirmations because that's the hope right and yeah you know what i gotta say this because think about the the extra mile you take in in helping your own kids i don't know if you'd go that extra mile had you not gone through what you've been through fair that's fair so I always say this, life happens for us. It does. Like those challenges you've been through, it, it sucked when you're going through mm-hmm. them. But because of that, you're now teaching your young kids to believe in themselves, to love themselves, and actually how to do it. 
how cool is that? And then you get this letter that confirms that I, they're like listening. They, I was just like, like laying in bed last night going, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, wow. That's, she, that's that was so powerful awesome. for her to say, I love my, for teaching me to love myself and thank you for loving me for who I am. I'm that's like, amazing. Oh my gosh. It's, she's getting it. We it's want working. everyone to say that. Wow. Well, yeah, you're amazing. You really I, are. No, no, no. You are. No. Thank you, Todd. There you <laughs> go. See, she, I was testing her and she passed. Um, well, let's get to something a little more serious right yeah. now. I know recently you've had your struggles. Yes. And you actually went to treatment. I did. And uh, again, you don't shy away from it. Um, so I'd love to just tell us kind of what was going on in your life, why you ended up going to treatment, and just talk about that experience. Yeah, it's it has been a wild ride. I can imagine. I, never, I thought that I was past that, and I believe yeah. God gives us our trials and phases. Yeah. And so I've passed level whatever he I yeah. was on. Now here comes like, the next. Here's the yeah. next level. And, yeah. and it was crazy because everything I believed and I started to have limiting beliefs in myself. Wow, I'm a fraud. I teach women to love themselves. And here I am struggling so deep yeah. that now I'm back to, I felt like I was back at square one, but really it was just, um, I needed to heal a little bit more and God was like, hang tight. Yeah. You've got this. I things started to my, um, feeling like I was out of control of my emotions. I okay. didn't feel like yeah. I felt like the world was better off without me again. I, really struggled with limiting beliefs. My mothering, mm. I was relapsing on some, you know, just some really things I thought I was past and it really got to me. And I, and yeah. long story short, it's like, I'm still learning to articulate it. Sure. But yeah. my husband came to me and said, Hey, like I Googled this mm -hmm. and this popped up. It's a place called Sierra Tucson in Arizona. And I'm like, well, I can't leave for 30 days. What about the kids? And it was like a mini um, intervention. Yeah. And he said, I've already talked to a nanny. We're, Everything's yeah. covered. We're good. You're good. I have talked to someone there. They have a place for you. And I was, it just happened so fast, but I had this overwhelming sense of relief. Like there's hope. Yeah. And so I decided to take that leap and I left yeah. for 32 days. Jeez. I was at treatment total being gone from my house. I was gone 32 days. 32 days. Wow. And I, when, um, I checked in. I they check you into like a mental institution. Basically, it's a yeah. mental hospital. Yeah, and they assess you to make sure you are um, ready to go to residential. And gotcha. residential is where you live on campus. Yeah, and you go to attend classes. You have group therapy, and it's more of like a college campus. Yeah, type thing. Sure. And I did that for twenty four hours, and I went to treatment and had a roommate and yeah. left my family for thirty two days. But it was like a weird twilight zone. Um, yeah. I, every day felt like a week and every week felt like a year cause you're gaining so much knowledge and yeah. skill sets and tools. And, and it really feels like such a blessing. Um, it really has opened so many, my eyes. One thing, what I've learned from myself, for my marriage, for my motherhood, for me individually. And it really, I feel like it was just meant to be, I was supposed to be there and I leaned into that. And yeah. I thought, if anything I can do right now, if I feel like I'm a fraud, at least lean into the heart and embrace this heart and look how you can move forward. Because before that, I had set all these goals for myself. Yeah, right. I want to start this type of business. I want to do this podcast. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I feel like God said, okay. And that was the direction I was going on, except God was saying to me, this is going to look different than you expect. You're because right. for you to achieve yeah. your goals, you have to go down this path. But like I said, it's not always cupcakes and rainbows. Right. 
So now everything's coming through right now, naturally, after treatment. And I know it wouldn't have happened that way if I Had didn't go through done. the hard. Yeah. So I hope I'm making sense right now. This yeah. is the first, because last year I was on, I think, like 17 or something podcasts. And I haven't <laughs> done anything because I've been, this is my first podcast to really talk about my story. And wow. I, when you asked me to be on, I was honored. Like this, this is the best way for me to help start articulating this journey for myself. Wow, that means a lot that you would come here and share. Uh, um, I'm honored that you're here. Like I said, I totally respect what you do. Um, I want to read. Yeah, that will help. Um, I want to read this. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it was a post that she put on social media uh, when she was reunited with her children yeah. after 32 days in treatment. Mm-hmm. And it was just so touching. And when I read this, I was like, Man, I love this woman. Thank you. So here's what here's what it said. <clears throat> seeing my kids for the I'm gonna cry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh I don't know why I'm crying. Oh. <laughs> so seeing my kids for the first time after 32 days was very emotional. Leaving for thir- 32 days to go heal my brain was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I was worried this experience would hurt our relationship, but it only has brought us closer. 32 days sounds like a long sounds long, but in the whole scheme of things, it's only a blink in time. Now we have a lifetime of resources and skill to strengthen our relationships. I'm grateful for the opportunity and the resources at Sierra Tucson mm-hmm. um, that helped me not only be better a better McKenna, mm-hmm. but I'm a better mom and wife. I'm grateful for the unconditional love of my children freely that they freely give me. I'm beyond grateful for the support of my amazing husband, who who obviously brought this to you in the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, who held down the fort while I was gone, feeling blessed. And there's a beautiful video along with yeah, it, just you. watching your kids come up and hug you and you're hugging them. Yeah. It's it's so touching. and Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it, it seems like a blur. Not a blur, like a dream. Yeah. Like I, it yeah. did. It, when I talk to women, encourage, when people reach out to me, where did you go? Where can I find these resources I need to do? I People reach out all the time yeah, and I'm happy right. yeah. to be a safe space to help provide resources. Yeah. And they're like, 30 days, that's so long. I'm like, but it's in, in the whole scheme of things, it's really not that long. It goes by very quickly. Yeah. But then think of the lifetime you will have Absolutely. with your family and with yourself yeah. to sacrifice just a month. When I think of it, like I love looking up in the night sky and seeing the stars and the planets and looking around and really putting into perspective the planet we're on. And then where I'm at in this life, like life is so short, but there's so much more. And I believe we lived before we came and we're yeah. going li- to live after. Yeah. And that to say I left for a month and that, short period of time it's nothing it's yeah. nothing yeah and i'm just so i've already been back to treatment to a retreat to do continued education oh, right on and it's helped me um catapult yeah. me to go back to school and now <laughs> I, you know all these things that are in the works god's like it's i planted that seed before treatment so you knew that there was more after yeah. treatment yeah. and now everything's coming through it's like everything's happening naturally where before yeah. i was forcing it maybe a little too early or too soon yeah wow Again, I, I have to say life happens for us. And this is proof of what you're saying. Um, obviously, God, your faith mm-hmm. uh, means a lot to you. Oh, yeah. Like, it's everything. Yeah. Because you obviously freely talk about that, too. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> as G- I feel like I always say, like, I feel like I was meant to be a born again Christian. <laughs> like, Jesus loves you. Like, my yeah, favorite. They would love to have you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they're like, I listen to Christian rock all the yeah. time. Uh-huh. And my husband's like, there's a song. It's like, Jesus in the morning. Jesus. And he's watching me, like, sing this. And I'm like, Jesus in the afternoon. Oh, and he's like, man. oh, my gosh. But it's really. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Have you seen? I have a reel right now that I just posted about like my husband, how my husband thinks about me most days. And yes. it's like, I don't have the energy for you oh, today. I laughed. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. But that's how I feel about Jesus. Like he, I feel really, he, if we open that communication and I tell people when I speak about my journey, however you identify with a higher power, whether it yeah. is, if you're atheist and you believe in just earth, yeah. however you communicate or connect, that's yeah. what I want you to think of when I think of Jesus and Heavenly Father. The more I communicate, I feel guided. I feel I can, that he's pulling on my heart. Like I feel more in tune yeah. and life is more clear. Like, and I can see God's hand before I went to treatment. They actually found a cancer. I haven't even talked about that really oh on my, my page goodness. that I, wow. that was just in a tumor it was seven and a half inches by seven inches and they pulled it out. But seeing God's hand in my life went for how that even came. Like yeah. the more I see, even with gratitude, the more we practice gratitude, the more you see, but yeah. the more I see God's hand in my life, the more I see he really is. There are angels watching over us there. Yeah, we are sure. part of a bigger plan. Yeah. Wow. Well, you have been through a lot, haven't you? We all have. I know, you know, we all have. Yeah, it's, yeah. I it's guess been 2022. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's okay. I'm grateful for it. So was there a, was it a documentary yes. that was done on you? Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about that because I saw the trailer of that. I haven't seen yes. the whole thing. Yeah, you should was, come to the event. I was blown away. I was like. They did a really good job. Oh, Sturry, it's so well done. S-T-I-R-Y. Sturry. Yeah. They are they do such a phenomenal job. So the Emily effect, it's a maternal mental health yes. foundation, nonprofit mm -hmm. organization. They yeah. reached out to me and said, Hey, would you be willing to do a documentary for us? Um, to share your story to help other women feel comfortable to share their story. And they were going to talk about postpartum rage. Cause that's my mental health journey is my anxiety and yeah. depression manifests in anger. Yeah. And so, and then on the other side of that is shame and depression because you're so ashamed of what you've done or said. Right. Yeah. So, um, I struggled with anger and they wanted to share that side of mental health because a lot of women are are afraid to share the yeah. rage that we feel. Yeah, right. And so they yeah. came to my home. They did a whole day of filming with me and my kids. Yeah, it and amazing. I said, I'm leaving for treatment next week. Like, are you sure I'm kind of in this world? Oh, so this is before, before you Before I left to treatment. Oh, okay. So I said, I am, <laughs> I have uh, in, a, in a way relapsed um, with my mental health. Um, yeah. Are you sure you would you want me to do you want to wait till after treatment or do you want to do it now? Yeah. They said, this actually would be let's do it Perfect. now. Yeah, let's talk about where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. And and I said, I just don't want women to be discouraged like here. I thought she over already overcame. And I'm like, but life is constantly overcoming things that come your way. Like right. it's gearing us up, picking up more tools and resources. So this was just part of the plan. Wow. So they did it before. Now we're premiering it February, February 8th. And um, it's a fundraiser for to provide resources for women in maternal mental health that so they don't struggle in silence to provide resources and to help women feel comfortable to ask for help. And is this when they're going to premiere your for the documentary? Doc oh, yeah, right on. Yeah, we'd love to have you come. Yeah. Yeah. So is it is it open to the public or yeah. do you have to be invited? You no, you don't have to be invited. There are tickets. You have to buy tickets. You have to get tickets. There okay. are two nights. One night is the premiere night, the red carpet event. It's going to be a yeah. fundraiser. Okay. Musical performances. Then that nice. will be a Q&A after we premiere it. The next week's more of like a general admission, chill, relaxed. But we're, we're wanting to get people to this event to yeah. really experience awesome, the yeah. premiere yeah. red carpet and yeah. just to kind of open people's eyes oh my god i never even knew because i am generally happy yeah. but my depression we're learning a sign of depression is anger 
Yeah. And it can manifest in anger. Yeah. Someone's like, well, I'm not a depressed person. I'm usually, it's just anxiety. But learning about real signs of depression they're coming out with, it is anger. Yeah. And this is a huge sign of postpartum depression is anger. We always talk about like, I'm just a, you know, quote unquote, like bitchy mom. Like I'm always mean. (laughs) Sorry to be cuss, but it's like, we all, I just was like, I'm so angry. I'm just an angry mom. And like, you have to bleep that out. Sorry. (laughs) No, you didn't, you didn't really curse though. Okay. I just, I always, I kind of have a really cursy mouth. I have to be careful. My no, you're three-year-old you're, dropped you're, some words the other day, and I realized maybe I should scale back a little. Like, where did you learn those? Yeah, not from. I heard mom. mom say that. Once. Oh, my eleven-year-old turned to me and goes, "Mom, this is why you have to stop swearing." Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I think, I think it's just you being real. That I again, that's why I I love the way you carry yourself. You're just real, and if a few swear words come out, I don't care because <laughs> it's just you being real. Yeah, I think we need to be more comfortable being real. It's true. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because again, you're not perfect. No. I'm not. Per- no one's perfect. Yeah. But man, when people see what you're trying to do to make this world a better place, how Thanks. can they argue with you? Thanks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I Thanks. mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think women understand. Like when they're talking about being mean and yelling at your kids all the time, actually, that's a huge sign of depression. And yeah. I want to like give those hug moms a hug and be yeah. like, you don't have to feel that way. You don't need to feel that way. And you don't deserve to feel that way. Yeah. You know. And if and if I knew that there were resources sooner that, you know, and signs and educated myself sooner, I wouldn't have gone through as much pain. And so that's the hope is if I share and provide resources to women, hopefully it will prevent people from going down the heartache that I went through to that extent. You don't need to get to that extent. You really can prevent a lot of it. Yeah. If you catch it and start working on it. And it takes work, obviously, you know, it's hard work. Yeah. It's people think it's easier to ignore it. It's actually harder to ignore it because it prolongs the journey. It prolongs the pain. If you just face it head on, it really helps it go away quicker. Well, that's where that vulnerability piece comes in, right? Because it's it's sometimes hard to go tell someone, "I'm I'm hurting. I'm really I'm struggling. Yeah. You know, even sometimes to your own spouse, sometimes it's hard to walk up and go, "Hey." I'm a train wreck. Yeah. I need I'm help, really you know, that kind of thing. And so. Well, because you're um, so vulnerable and yeah. if they don't respond, it's like they're, it's kind of, it's a very. Well, you mentioned your husband had been yeah. doing some searching and he found did. this mm-hmm. place for you. Yeah. Um, were you guys pretty open uh, communicating about your, your struggles or yes. was it kind of stuff you. I kept a randomly... lot to myself uh-huh. at the extent of it. Like he knew yeah. I was struggling and I would say, hey, I'm really struggling today. Um, and we kind of had this code where okay, mom needs extra help today. Um, yeah. But it wasn't to the point where, hey, I'm definitely yeah. having suicide ideation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even suicide, like beyond thoughts. I'd even think, further than that, yeah. Further than that. And and he, we didn't have the tools and resources for that yet. Like we did, but we, we needed more. Yeah. We needed more. Sure. And so yeah. he came out for family week. And oh, we, cool. And um. That was, it's just like such a hard, it was so hard and embarrassing when he showed up. I felt embarrassed. Like you, I'm not capable of even being a mom and being at home Mm. and you have to come visit your wife at a treatment center. And they had to like log him in. I had like rasks. I had, it was like security and it, and it was embarrassing, but at the same time, it was the best thing that ever happened for our family because yeah, we know all these things, but really understanding how the brain works and how it's developed um, I don't know if you've heard of eight, the ACEs test, uh-huh. oh, adverse yeah. childhood experience yeah, test. Yeah, we do that here all the time. It's, yep. I'm an eight. Wow. 
And yeah. when my husband was walked through adverse childhood experiences, what those questions are um, and what your score is, I'm reading a book, Childhood Disrupted right now to really mm -hmm. walk through the, yeah, right. the study. Yeah. Um, it opened his eyes to say, wow, when I would say I feel so out of control, people like mind over matter, mind over matter, to an extent, but my brain is just wired differently. Yeah. Yeah. And we, him understanding, oh, I play a part as well in this. Yeah. It's not just her journey. It's our it's journey. It's our journey, yeah. And how to communicate with each other. So ever since then, it's like I get to go to him before I elevate. Oh. Hey, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little angry. Like I'm, the anger's starting to come. I'm feeling like I'm simmering. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, go take a break. And then he'll pick up where I feel yeah. with no shame attached. Right. Where before... I would shame myself and then I would be like irritable. I'm, I should be down there helping. Yeah. Or, and know, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. But he yeah. does too. There's days where he struggles sure. and comes and yeah. says, I need a minute. Okay. Well, we, we tag team tag and allow team ourselves it. grace. But learning about the amygdala and the hippocampus yeah. and the prefrontal cortex and learning about how our brains actually work is probably the biggest eye-opening experience from treatment for yeah. not only me, but for my husband. He's right. more of a science mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, bio biology mind. He was in a biology major. Oh, and yeah. for me, I'm just like this free spirit hippie girl, you know? <laughs> totally. So when he walks it yeah. through scientifically for him, he goes, Oh, we're rewiring her brain. This is what Here's it what entails. Yeah. Wow. So that's probably that's what cool. was so cool about yeah. treatment was the knowledge we gained. Well, you mentioned when you saw him for family week, mm -hmm. you felt shame. Uh -huh, I did. Um, and it, it reminds me, so we have a lot of women who come through here at Wasatch mm -hmm. and I hear this all the time. They just feel shameful. Yeah. My kids probably hate me. My, mm. you know, I'm the, the mess. I'm in, I'm putting trauma on my kids. Yeah. And I, and I try to tell them and, and whether they believe me or not, I don't know, but I will tell them, I know you're a good mom and you, and I'll say, you know how I know that? And they look at me and like, well, what do you mean? I go, good moms come to treatment to get better. And when you when I say it that way, it's, it's like it clicks. They go, oh, okay. I go, and I go. If your kids could fully understand, if they could fully understand what you're doing to better yourself here, if they actually could see the full picture, they would be so proud, mm -hmm. so loving, so understanding. Yep. But a lot of times, kids don't understand, mm -mm. right? So maybe they do feel hurt and scared and whatever. But at the same time, once they figure this out, as you go through this process, they're gonna go. Wow, mom, I'm 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 impressed. I'm I'm proud of you. That's kind of like your kids yeah. watching them. We were so honest you. about what yeah. I was doing, which I is tried to, which I think is key. Walk through. Mom's going to work on her brain. Yeah. Mom's going to help herself be a better mom, and so I can be a better yeah mother for you. Yeah. But I have to fix. I have to help my brain. Yeah. I have I to work that. on my brain. And mm -hmm. so my friend who helped with carpool, she's like, I ran into your kids and I said, hey, how are you doing? She goes, "How how's your mom doing? She's gone and she's working on her brain. That's cute. You know, and she goes, she called and she it. goes, I'm so, I love that you're being so honest with your kids that it's yeah. okay to work on our brains yeah. and to work on ourselves. So people start coming up to you, hey, how's your brain? Yeah. Well, you know. You know what? It's, little, yeah, it's doing okay. It's okay. Right now. <laughs> We've had our ups and downs, but uh. Today's a good day. <laughs> Kids are awesome, aren't they? Yeah, and I She's even sent him a brain. book that says yeah. my mommy is special. Mm. I ripped out a few pages that were not relevant to my situation to not, so I didn't confuse them. But like, yeah. hey, my mommy goes to a doctor. Sometimes yeah. my mom takes medication and my mommy's special. You know, what's yeah. your mom's name? You know, and it walks them through oh, that's like awesome. how you, my mommy's special Yeah. type thing. Yeah. Anywho, so we're, we're trying awesome. to be upfront honest with our kids yeah. about my journey and not hide it. And just yeah. say, hey, it's asking for help isn't weakness, it's strength. And yeah. it takes 
bravery to say, hey, I need help. Love that. Well, um, if if someone wants to like reach out to you, McKenna, and you know, get in touch with you, yes. f- follow your events, listen to more of your podcasts mm-hmm. you've been on. Yeah. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so on my website, it's just McKennaRoseBrown.com. has all the podcasts as a way to connect with me. Mm-hmm. My social media, like Instagram and TikTok, or TikTok are all McKenna Rose Brown. Okay. And so that's just how you can find me. And um, I want to be a safe space for women. I want them to know they can come to me and be open and honest. And I can help. I've helped women all over the world find resources near yeah. them. Yeah. And I think that's the hope is to let others know they're not alone and that I stand and support you and that that there's no judgment from my area. And I'm honored. I'm honored to be, you're never a burden. You don't ever feel like you are ever a burden, but I know that feeling that to know that, oh, McKenna will never, she feels it's an honor that you feel safe enough to talk to me about that. And I'm happy to help find resources for you. And hopefully, and one day I will be a therapist. (laughs) That's what I'm doing right now. Well, you really are now, to be honest. You just don't have the, maybe the paper. Yeah, I don't have the paper. We were talking about this before we got on. Yeah. Your credentials are, you've been through it. You've Mm -hmm. been through the, the, you've walked through the fire and you've come out on the other side and you've learned so much. You give back so much. I mean, you really are. Thank you. You're, you're there. Thank you just you. need to get that piece of paper. But, yeah. but and I honestly, love gaining more knowledge and yeah, learning more. So it's, sure. it's going to be fun. No, that's awesome. Um, if there's someone listening to your voice right now mm-hmm. who is struggling, who is in a dark place, and they're not sure what to do, you've already given some amazing advice. But what could you tell that one person right now who's listening to your voice who's struggling? I want you to know that I'm going to repeat what you have said multiple times that life happens for you mm-hmm. and what men are that they might have joy. Ooh, I love that. Uh, I believe that we, before we came to earth, God gave us gifts and talents. We, he gave us a gift to help us get through everything. And, and I want you to know that you are worthy of love and you're, that can never, you're worthy of happiness. You're worthy of your life. There's nothing that you've done or said that will ever take that away. That's a gift from God that will never be taken from you. And you have intuition that I believe we all have wings. So the W's we, uh, worth, I is intuition. You have the intuition inside of you to go where you need to go and yeah. do what you need to do to be who you're meant to be. Yeah. And the G and the S gifts and strengths, you have individual gifts and strengths and there's no darkness when there's light. So search for the light and know that you matter. Dang, I love that. Very well said. Thanks. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thanks for being a light in this world. Thank you for, you know, trusting me enough to come back on the show. Thank it means you. so much that you would come here. Um, I don't take that for granted. I hope you know that. Like, this means a lot to me. And I'm the lucky one because I get to sit in front of you face to face. Thank you. Um, but everyone listening to this, you're also the lucky ones to hear such an amazing story from an amazing person. And I really mean this. If you have anyone whether it's a daughter or a son who's struggling, have them listen to this episode, have them listen to McKenna, follow up with some questions afterwards, get a feel for where they're at. If they need more help, if you need more guidance, reach out to McKenna. Yes, please. You can also reach out to me and I can yes. forward you on to McKenna. Um, but we'd love to help any way we can. And, and we that's the whole purpose of this belief cast is the reason why I call it a belief cast is that to believe that you're good, Believe that you're okay. Believe at the end of the day, no matter mistakes you've made, you're still good. You're still good. You're still worthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, and wow. I know we're wrapping up. No, my favorite story <laughs> is the woman at the well. It's the first thing you're going to see when you walk into my home is mm. this woman that was deemed unworthy by society, unlovable, yeah. had create had made so many mistakes that women didn't even want to be around her. She was a Samaritan and no, none of the Samaritans wanted her. She'd yeah. have to go to the well at the hot times of the day. And that was Jesus met her at the well one day. And that was the first time in his in his ministry that he testified himself as the Christ to this woman deemed unworthy yeah. by society. Yeah. And I, and it, what he didn't dwell on her past or her bad choices or her, or mistakes. It was come unto me and you shall never thirst. Mm. It was, I don't judge you off your worst mistake because you're still loved and you're always worthy. Yeah. And that I believe he picked a woman that was deemed unworthy by um, society for yeah. a, a reason, because we all can identify with her at one point and then, or another, Yeah. you know, that yeah. I identify with her more than, I ever expected to, but I thought, I feel that we all are that woman in a sense, man or woman, you feel unworthy at times, but that worth, you will never have that taken from you. It's a gift from God that he will never take from you. Wow. Very well said. I don't want to say anything else and mess that up. No, no. I just, when you said worthy, (laughs) I'm like, please just know that you, that's, I get so passionate about that. For sure. No matter what you've done or said, you're worthy of love. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, Thanks for being on. Yeah, You're thank amazing. Thank you for having me. You Absolutely. inspire me. Thank you. I mean, seriously, that felt like two minutes. I know. Wow. It's crazy. Check that out. Um, Thanks for listening. You bet. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'll put all McKenna's uh, links in the show notes. So when we go live, you'll have every uh, way to get a hold of her. Uh, please share this with everyone like you guys always do. Yes. Uh, we are in the top 100 in mental health. It blows my mind. I'm so excited. So we're going to help a lot of people with this. McKenna's going to help a lot of Thank people. You. And uh, let's all do this. We're all in this together. Let's love each other. Let's support each other. And let's have each other's backs. That's right. Amen. Right? Amen. <laughs> and amen. Love you guys. Until Thank next you. time. Yep.